It's time to crawl into the heads of Doctor Who audiences. How important is it that we identify with the Doctor? I'm Chip Sutter, and this is Two Minute Time Lord Podcast number 377. I am still very much in touch with my inner child. This probably doesn't come as a surprise to you. I would hope that any person in his or her mid-40s doing a podcast about geek culture would be in touch with their inner child. But yeah, not only do I remember being a kid daydreaming about flying like Superman or piloting an X-Wing fighter, but it also doesn't take much for me to do the same right now. Walking to lunch and wishing I could fly. Buying the classic LucasArts PC game and dusting off my old flight controller. Red 5 coming in. So, yeah, my fandom has an aspect of fantasy and wish fulfillment to it. Except for my biggest fandom. I've never daydreamed about being the Doctor. Or traveling in the TARDIS. I know for a fact that other people do. I have friends for whom the dream of being a companion is absolutely compelling. And just look at the explosion of cosplaying fans. Still, I suspect that identification with the world of Doctor Who and the characters within it isn't as big a part of the relationship between the general viewer and the show as it is with, say, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or Star Trek, or even Dungeons & Dragons. For one thing, the Doctor is designed to be a remote, alien character. Even in his most affable incarnations, David Tennant and Peter Davison, There's always a little something held back, not only unknowable, but almost resisting exploration. For another, whether he's the last of the Time Lords, or the only renegade in a society of dusty senators, he and his companions are distinct individuals, with personalities and traits that some fans do identify with, but others are put off by. The worlds of Robotech and DC Comics? When I was a teenager, I could play a role-playing game and be my own hero in their universes. Doctor Who? I know there's an RPG out there, but I've never explored it, because I don't see where I, the player, would fit in the Doctor's world. And the idea of role-playing as the Doctor feels limiting. Someone like my friend Erica from the Verity and Lazy Doctor Who podcasts has had the opposite experience. But for me, Doctor Who, especially the classic series feels more intellectual, more emotionally reserved, and thus less inviting to me to imagine myself as part of that world. And that's been a key for just about all my other fandoms. The paradox, then, is that I've become so emotionally attached, such an utterly committed fan, to the stories of a character I cannot be. And maybe the key to that puzzle is in Rose's diner conversation with Mickey and Jackie, describing how the Doctor's example challenges his companions to be better people, to do more. I still daydream about flying an X-Wing fighter or, or wearing an Iron Man suit of armor. But the Doctor was the first character who prompted me to be a podcaster and creator, in real life, to actually do something beyond daydreaming. That's a mystery about Doctor Who worth exploring. And one person's perspective on this is wholly inadequate to the exploration, so feel free to leave a comment at TWOMinuteTimeLord.com or on Twitter or Facebook at numeral 2 minute time Lord. More episodes are at 2MinuteTimeLord.com or on iTunes. Please leave a review on iTunes if you'd be so kind, and I'll talk to you again next time.